Fred Film Radio, Sydney Italian International Film Festival, Australia. This is Cristiana Palieri for Fred Film Radio in conversation with Elisa Zeccola, the director of the Italian Film Festival. Good afternoon, Elisa. Good afternoon. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. It's really good to have you back on uh, Fred Microphones. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, thank you for having me. Elisa, I, I would like to start this interview talking about the fact that the 22nd edition of the Italian Film Festival follows a couple of very difficult years for the cinema industry. And I was wondering, is it all back to normal in the cinema industry from your perspective? Uh, no, it's not back to normal yet. I think that the most difficult thing for cinemas has been that they were the first in COVID um, with rules and restrictions, the first establishments to have to close and the last to reopen. And this left a strong effect in people's minds of feeling unsafe to go to cinemas. And so while other places opened and people's lives started to get back to normal and they started to go out, they still harboured a little bit of um, hesitation about coming back to cinemas. And um, in terms of the cinema industry in, or the film industry in Italy, um, you know, hundreds of cinemas have closed during the pandemic and, and not reopened. Um, and so there's been a, you know, it's a, a change in, in, in the culture of people to perhaps um, fall out of habit with going to the movies. But the good news is that it's coming back. It's just a matter of time because there's, on, there's only so, so many um, things you can stream at home from your couch. Uh, at the end, it's, it's not the same feeling as going to see a movie or going on a date to a movie or catching up with friends to see a movie and having that experience of the magic of cinema um, in that shared environment. So people are starting to come back. Uh, it's just taking a bit longer than we thought. Yeah, I think your um, observation is really what is happening because I've noticed myself that um, cinemas are not at full capacity as it used to be before covid and and, and, and this hesitation is still in people's mind. I When I talk to people about, you know, cinema and going back to the, um, the dark room, this is what I've uh, anecdotally uh, ob um, observed myself. So I, I think that's, yeah, it will take a little bit longer. Mm, yeah, it's, there's been like a psychological effect to people's behavior, but, yeah. but they're bouncing back. And cinemas yeah, are perfectly yeah. safe. They've got extremely, you know, like industrial air conditioning systems and, uh, you know, obviously they're big, vast spaces. They're not, you know, cosy little um, small spaces. And funnily enough, we don't have people complaining about the air conditioning in cinemas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is one of the uh, in, um, unexpected side effects of COVID. Right. They're well ventilated <laughs> and now everyone enjoys that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to hear, Alicia. Um, talking about this edition of the Italian Film Festival, there is a really, really stunning selection of contemporary Italian cinema, um, but also a very, very good retrospective on Pierpaolo Pasolini on the centenary of his birth, which is a great tribute to this great artist. So would you like to explore with us uh, the program highlights? Yes, absolutely. I mean, we're just so proud of the lineup this year. There's some really fantastic films. And uh, one of the things we pride ourselves on is screening very fresh, you know, new, 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 new films. Um, 
that are, that are just like hot on the circuit and two really good examples of that right now are um, the Lord, uh, sorry, Lord of the Ants with Luigi Locascio. And this is a film that's in competition in Venice as we speak and it's coming straight to the festival hot off its uh, Venice premiere and, um, and, and it's directed by Gianni Amelio. It's a powerful drama sent in 1968 um, about the, the trial of a, a Roman intellectual um, whose relationship causes a scandal um, back in the, you know, times where rules and, um, you know, it was less tolerant than, than today. And, um, and it's a very fascinating film and that's just, it's brand new. And, and the other one is The Hummingbird, which is uh, having its world premiere in Toronto um, very soon at the Toronto Film Festival. This will be the first Italian film in 18 years that has been um, screened in the gala section at Toronto. So that's a real coup to have that film. Um, and, and, look, both of these films are screening in the festival even before their Italian release. So they're brand new. Um, the Hummingbird has an all-star cast, an ensemble cast, Nani Moretti, Cascio Smutnia, Pier Francesco Favino. Um, so they're two really hot ticket items to see in the festival. Um, and oh. another one, my favorite is one of my favorites is Nostalgia. This heads up the um, spotlight we have on Naples, which we've called Naples, the heartbeat of Italian cinema. And it's a very atmospheric drama. It stars Pier Francesco Favino again. He's a very busy man. Um, <laughs> he's doing a lot of films every year. Um, and it's a, a story about a man who is, has been, he's been living out of Naples for the last 40 years. Um, and he returns to Naples and he starts getting, um, you know, sucked back into the, the, the life of the city. And we start to find out why he left and why he hasn't been back in all of this time and what happened 40 years ago. It's very intriguing. It's like a slow burn, compelling drama um, that heads up a spotlight on, on films from Naples. Uh, yes, uh, this year the program uh, includes the spotlight on, on Naples with a series of film about Naples or set in Naples. How this came about in the program this year, Elysia? Uh, this came about just through watching the films and selecting the films after seeing Nostalgia in Cannes, which is directed by Mario Martone, um, you know, set in Naples by a Neapolitan. Uh, and then also there's another Mario Martone film. Um, there's, there's also Tony Servillo in a number of films a Neapolitan actor, it just really um, struck us as, as this theme was emerging that Naples was such a powerhouse for Italian cinema at the moment. Um, you know, previously, of course, you know, Paolo Sorrentino and, uh, you know, it's always been a strong um, hub for the industry. Um, but we really felt that this year there were so many films either starring Neapolitans or directed by Neapolitans or with Naples as, as the theme itself that uh, it really um, was calling out for a spotlight. Yeah, and in fact, it's a very interesting uh, idea to uh, focus on a particular um, Italian city like Naples because uh, it's very true in the last couple of years, or maybe then more than a couple of years, Naples has been uh, portrayed in many films and directors from Naples or uh, Neapolitan actors. So it's, um, it's a powerhouse at the moment. Yeah, and Naples is, you know, in my opinion anyway, it's just had this resurgence, not just in the cinema uh, film industry, but also just as a destination. I mean, I've been to Naples quite a few times and it's just sparkling at the moment. It's just beautiful. Um, you know, they've, 
it, it's just an amazing place to visit. And, uh, you know, the people and the culture are, are, are just phenomenal. And it's just, a, you know, I think it's shaking off the reputation of the past, um, even though nostalgia does sort of delve into some darker themes. But um, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's not all uh, one-sided. There's a lot more facets to Naples. Yes, indeed. It's a very um, complex, interesting, uh, multi-layered cities in terms of culture and history, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, Elisia, um, the opening night film is Belly Chow, which is um, a comedy with um, the duo Pio and Amedeo. And the closing night uh, is a, a very different film because uh, <laughs> it's from uh, um, one of the masters of Italian cinema, Vittorio De Zica, Yesterday, Today and Tomorrow, um, which is actually a, a, a trilogy of um, romantic comedies uh, uh, set in different parts of Italy with um, Sofia Loren and Marcello Mastroianni. Uh, tell us about the choosing these two films for the close, the opening night and the closing night. Yeah, sure. So, um, well, choosing the films for the opening night is always uh, tricky. Um, but looking at the best films that were made from the last 12 months, you know, we just felt that this year we all needed a laugh. Um, and we've opened with uh, the past couple of years a drama or, you know, last year it was a relationship drama, more sort of heavy um, slow burn films. And we just felt like we needed a laugh this year and we thought that Belly Chow, which is a, a comedy from Pio and Amadeo, um, hit the right note and it's uh, it's a north-south rivalry comedy. You have um, Pio and Amadeo who are childhood friends and, uh, and Pio leaves to go to the north for work and study and, and um, Amadeo stays behind in Puglia and then they, they rejoin years later. But um, just to give you an idea of the tone of the film, it opens with a scene uh, where Pio and Amadeo are, are running a, like a rehabilitation centre for Southerners that have had to live in the North. So it's a bit of a humorous. <laughs> Indeed. It's a dig at the Northerners and the Southerners. I think the, everyone will have a laugh out of it. And uh, it's like, uh, you know, it's like Melbourne versus Sydney. It's, uh, it's an ongoing uh, rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> and the closing night is... Um, as you mentioned, ieri, oggi, domani, yesterday, today and tomorrow. Well, this film actually ties into the Naples theme as well. So we thought it was beautiful to bookend the festival opening with nostalgia set in Naples, directed by Mario Martone, and then closing with uh, yesterday, today and tomorrow, which is, um, as you mentioned, it's a trilogy and the first, um, part, the first part is set in the Naples section and um, and and we just thought it was, you know, we like to close with the classic. I think it's always nice to hark back um, to, to a wonderful film from the past. This is an Oscar winner from Vittorio De Sica with Sofia Loren, Marcello Mastroianni, and um, it's just always interesting to look back to the past and, and to see, uh, you know, how films were made then and, and, and reflect upon what's changed and, and how far we've come. Yeah, and indeed the, the, this film features... Um, Sofia, uh, Loren and Marcello Mastroianni at their best, I think, is mm. that they are stunning in, in, in this movie, really. It would yes. be a pleasure to watch it again. Absolutely, on the big screen. Yeah. Um, Elisa, I have one last question for you. Um, uh, do you mind exploring a little bit the retrospective, uh, the tribute to uh, Pierpaolo Pasolini, which is included in the f- film festival program? Yes, of course. So Pierre pa- Pier- 
I'll say that again, Pierpaolo Pasolini. Um, it's, his, it's the 100th uh, anniversary of his birth. And so we wanted to honour that with a, with a, um, a retrospective. Uh, but he's made so many films. It was like, where do we start? Um, yeah. We screen. And so we decided to hone in on this, this um, trilogy. Uh, it's known as, known as the Trilogy of Life, um, which is the Decameron Arabian Nights and Canterbury Tales. And it's also the 50th anniversary of, was it Can- Canterbury Tales? Yes, it's the 50th anniversary of Canterbury Tales um, as well. And um, these are literary a- adaptations uh, and probably, you know, more the three of the more accessible um, Pasolini films as he's made some very controversial films as well. Um, and so uh, we decided to spotlight these three. And this is um, very, um, very interesting to see how uh, this year the, um, uh, the tribute uh, uh, to Pausa Pasolini in Australia will uh, will um, pan, will pan out because there are a number of uh, Italian cultural association, uh, including the Dante Alighieri Society, who will host uh, events to honor Pierpaolo Pasolini and the anniversary. So it's good to to see that uh, cinema and the cultural societies. Uh, and uh, other events will will host in Australia to honour this. This is great. Yeah, well, I mean, even before he was a filmmaker, Pasolini was a poet and a writer and an author um, and an artist. So um, there's really, you know, many layers to his work and and, and um, uh, it's it's wonderful that it's, uh, you know, not just in cinema but also at all these cultural um, organisations. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, that... The, the Istituto Italiano di Cultura in Sydney is preparing a series of v- very, very uh, excellent events. So we'll wonderful. watch that space, uh, cinema and cultural institutions. <laughs> so, Elisa, thank you so much for your time. It's always a great pleasure to catch up with you and talk about Italian cinema. Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure. I hope you enjoy the movies. Um, I will for sure. And the Italian Film Festival opens in Sydney on the 13th of September and it runs nationally in Australia at Palace Cinemas until the 19th of October. And I've been talking to Elisa Zeccola, the Festival Director of the Italian Film Festival, and I'm Cristiana Palmieri for Fred Film Radio, the Radio Insider. Fred Film Radio, 24-7 on fred.fm and smartphone apps.